Hello, everyone. This is Lisa. Thanks for tuning in to the Pillars to Seasons podcast. Here at Pillars, we believe in cultivating community in every season for all women of all life stages. On today's podcast, I had the privilege of sitting down with Dana, who is a wife, mother, photographer, entrepreneur, and founder of Dana U Creative. Dana shares about her journey on launching Dana U Creative and the behind the scenes of her photography passion and business. Let's tune in. Dana, thank you so much for sitting down with us for this podcast. For those who are listening, um, Dana, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, thank you for having me here. I love sharing my story, even though I hate hearing the sound of my voice. But I am a wedding and family photographer in New York. Um, I mostly shoot in New York, New Jersey, sometimes Connecticut. Um, I'm a mom to three girls. Wow. Joel is my husband. Um, yeah, I think that's that's me. Yeah. So I know um, a lot of people know you through Dana You Creative, but um, was that was like photography something that you've always wanted to do as a as a child? And is that what you pursued in college, or how how did that happen? So funny thing is, I was never creative growing up. I never liked like I can't even draw stick figures. I never was interested in photography. I played a little bit of music. Um, but even in college, I majored in English and education. I was set on becoming an English high school English teacher, and that's what oh, I did wow. for three years mm-hmm. before I had my first daughter, Abby. Mm-hmm. After I had my first daughter, I stopped working, um, and I was just content being a stay-at-home mom. It was tough, but I loved being home. I loved being a mom. Um, so yeah, photography was never on the radar until I had my daughter and my husband gave me my first DSLR camera. Mm-hmm. It was a you know low-end Rebel T2i, I think, Canon Rebel T2i. And I loved just taking pictures of her. Um, I loved capturing moments and milestones that I just wanted to hold on to, but I knew they were so fleeting. And mm-hmm. so I loved preserving those moments so that I could look back on them And just remember how little she was, how difficult that season was, but how (laughs) Mm -hmm. cute, you know, she was. Um, And then it just kept growing. And as I had my second daughter, um, I loved just capturing their interactions, Mm -hmm. like Abby becoming an older sister, them fighting, even the fights. I was like, man, I just, I love, I mean, it's tough in the moment, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to remember these seasons. And Mm -hmm. so I just grew a passion for capturing these moments that um, I want to kind of zoom past sometimes, but when mm. I look back, I always cherish them. Uh-huh. And so that's how it kind of started. Do you ever look back and wonder why um, you ended up pursuing teaching? Or do you ever feel like your college years doing that was like almost a waste? Yes and no. Yes, because I'm still paying off debt. No, because I loved the skills that I gained um, teaching young kids or Mm. high school students. 
I was also a youth group teacher at the time, so I really loved connecting with young people. Mm. And I think teaching is still a big part of my mm. life, especially mm-hmm. as I have kids and, mm. you know, and I shoot a lot of families also. And so I think the skills all kind of come into play, mm-hmm. even if it seems unrelated. Um, so were you good at taking pictures? I was terrible. Really? When I look back at even three, four years ago, I'm just like that that's disgusting that's like a terrible no terribly composed picture the lighting is off it's too much grain or you know um, so how did you learn so i think it was my 26th birthday or 27th birthday my mm-hmm. college friends got together they knew that i loved taking pictures of my kids and they actually got me my first full frame camera with a professional lens oh. and that's when i was like man i need to take better photos because mm-hmm. I have the gear mm. and I was so excited mm-hmm. and I remember just devouring YouTube videos, Google. You taught yourself basically? Yeah. And so what? <laughs> it was how, how much YouTube. YouTube did you watch and like basically tutorials? I want to say to develop my style and even my style isn't fully developed yet, I believe, uh-huh. but to get to like a place where I could uh, produce consistent images, maybe about two years of just shooting all the time in all different lighting scenarios, all different kinds of weather and figuring out, you know, if I had a question, I'd go to Google. If I Mm -hmm. needed to figure out, oh, how do I produce those like dreamy, you know, full of bouquet backgrounds, Google, YouTube. Mm. So that's kind of how it happened. Um, Just a lot of Googling and researching. That's crazy. So at what point did you know that, all right, this is this is more than just a passion, but I can I can turn it into like a business. So I started taking a lot of pictures for friends, mm-hmm. uh, with if they had kids who were turning one or they just wanted a family session, I'd um, just do it for free. Mm-hmm. And a turning point came when Christina actually she told me that I should start a website, mm-hmm. and I was like. There's no way, you know, mm-hmm. who am I to say that I'm a photographer? You mm-hmm. know, I have no formal training. I am not a creative person. I have no business background. Um, but she told me that there were, she knew people who were interested. And I was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I was terrified because, yeah, even, I was like, even if I tell my friends, like, what will they think of me? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm Dana. I'm not a photographer. Mm-hmm. Um I, I even had friends who were so good at photography who mm-hmm. were, you know, not pursuing it as a career. But mm-hmm. even to them, I was like, I don't want to tell them that I'm pursuing photography because, you know, I might be judged. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there were a lot of fears. But mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, all I had to lose was my pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought about my girls and about the kind of mom that I wanted to be for them. Mm-hmm. And I think... I wanted them to know that they had a mom who didn't let fear Mm. stop her from Mm -hmm. taking a first step. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it would fail, that I would fail, you know, loud and proud Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of letting my pride get in the way Mm -hmm. of, you know, pursuing something that I love doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that, that was a kind of a turning point. So I launched a website that fall, I offered my first fall mini sessions, mm-hmm. 
and random people that I didn't know signed up for them. Wow. And so that's how it kind of started. It seems like the people around you were very like pivotal. I think, um, you know, photography for me, it was never like a dream of mine or mm -hmm. it was never on the radar. Like I never had a grid for being a photographer just because mm -hmm. I didn't have a business background or a creative background. And so the people in my life, putting that idea in my head, mm -hmm. I think was what was the seed that kind of grew into what, you know, Dania Creative is right now. And especially being a mom and, and um, wanting to show my girls that it's, it's good to risk. It's good to mm -hmm. put yourself out there, even though every part of me didn't want to, because I am not a risky person. I am not an event. Like I was not an adventurous person. Mm -hmm. I did not like to do things that I, that I didn't have a hundred percent confidence that I could succeed at. Mm -hmm. That was not me. And so I think becoming a mom, I wanted to show them that, that you have to just take one step, you mm -hmm. know? When I launched my website, that was just it. I didn't have any grand plans after that. And I think just one thing led to another. And the people in my life were the people who encouraged me step by step. Mm -hmm. Hey, you've launched a website. Great. Now let's, you know, try to launch fall mini sessions. Mm -hmm. You know, even if no one bites at it, like, why not? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a fear. Like, oh my gosh, what if I put myself out there and mm -hmm. nobody, it's no a quick response. <laughs> uh -huh. Like that's, I that would be like, you know, rejection to uh, the max. Uh -huh. And But I think um, I just had to overcome that fear and my pride to, you know, um, and just do that. And then one thing led to another. And, you know, I started getting into weddings because my friends, Annie and Michael, you know, my friends from college, they were like, yeah, we want you to share a wedding. And mm. that kind of launched that me. That must into... be such like a, a joyful yet honoring thing to have your friends entrust you yes. with like such significant moments in yeah. their lives, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I know you're talking a lot about risk, right? But do you have any advice for, um, especially people who are contemplating, should I leave my quote unquote safe job, you know, right. with the steady income and should I pursue something that I'm really passionate about? Mm -hmm. I would say to, you know, people have been so pivotal in my journey and I could not have done this alone on my mm -hmm. own. And so definitely to reach out to people who are in that field mm -hmm. and be like, you know, I want to see if this is something that I can do. Mm -hmm. Do you mind if I shadow you? Mm -hmm. Can I assist mm -hmm. you for free? Like that literally my, before Annie and Michael's wedding, I was like, I can't just do this without having any experience. And mm -hmm. so I went on Facebook. There was like a a you know new jersey new york photographers facebook group mm -hmm. and i was like there's a person who um put up that they needed a second shooter so i emailed them and i was like i will do this for free just mm -hmm. let me shoot for mm -hmm. you you know and that, that i have to just you know whatever pride i had mm -hmm. just leave it at the door and i was like i just need the experience mm -hmm. and i just need to see what a day you looks know like. looks like mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. My first second shooting job, I was I drove like three hours. Wow. And with did no it for money, free, with like no getting, money, without getting paid. Yes, but that experience was you know worth its weight in gold. And so for my fir friend's first the first wedding that I shot, I felt like I had a pretty good idea of how the day should go, mm. timeline, and all that so stuff. So kind of like get to know what you're getting yourself yeah. into a little bit. Absolutely, mm -hmm. and there will be people who you know because. 
everyone starts from there. You know, mm. everyone starts with nothing, with mm. no connections, mm. with no, you know, skill and whatever. And so there will be people who will happily, you know, take you on and kind of show you the ropes mm. um, as they did for me. And so I think, yeah, definitely reaching out to people in the field and taking it step by step. You know, I mm-hmm. think if you think of like, oh, I want to launch my business, that's just so so big yeah and it's it's a lot of steps to get there but taking it one step at a time and just you know as the doors open taking that step and continuing to mm. grow do you ever feel you know mom guilt I feel it on the daily oh really uh-huh <laughs> I think especially now because I have a very steady schedule mm-hmm. of work and for my first two, I was pretty much a stay-at-home mom full-time. I'd work when they napped, when they slept at night. Um, but I'm at a point in my business where that's not enough time anymore. Mm. And so, especially with Joey, my third, we're at a place where we have to look for, you know, a babysitter or, you know, some, some way. Yeah. And so I definitely feel that guilt for her because I'm like, oh, I can't give you what I gave my other two. (laughs) So you feel it the most for your third. I feel it the most with my third. Because my other two are at school now. So Mm -hmm. for most of the, you know, the the day. day they're not home. I try to schedule my day so that I have designated work times and time with the family. But with bi- running your own business, it's it's tough to just shut off mm. work because mm-hmm. it's like you're a baby, mm-hmm. you know, you're it's your, your other, other baby, baby. Mm-hmm. and you're always thinking about how can I improve mm. this in my business? How can I serve my clients better? How can I love these people well? And so it's always on my mind, even while I'm being a mom. Mm. It's like if I have some inspiration, I have to you know address mm-hmm. that, and so. For me, I think my struggle is to shut... I just need to shut it off sometimes, Mm -hmm. and that's a struggle. Um, And that's what I'm working on this year, to be more intentional with Mm -hmm. the time that I am working on my business and the time that I'm spending at home. Yeah. How does um, Joel empower you in this process? He has been... I mean, he he works a full-time job at Con Edison. Wow. And especially in the beginning of my business, when I had a lot of upfront costs, setting up my mm. LLC, buying, mm. you know, tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment, he, you know, did all of that. Oh. Even like a hundred and ten percent supportive mm. since the beginning. He had, thankfully, he has an MBA, and so he takes care of all of the wow numbers. the business. Yeah, because I'm not, you know, again, I have no background in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and just my own family background. My dad's a pastor. My Both of my grandparents are pastors. Oh, wow. Both of my great-grandparents are pastors. And so, oh my yeah, gosh. there's like zero background, like literally zero background mm. in any type of like entrepreneurial, wow. you know, no corporate. I have no, you know. And so having Joel with me has been just... Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do it without him. Mm. Uh, he helps me figure out what's my cost of doing business. Um, what is the cost of me being away from the girls every weekend for mm. work? You know, because mm-hmm. that is a definitely a mm, cost. Child care. Yeah, and I mean, he watches the girls, but just me not being able to spend family time mm. altogether. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how much, how pricing-wise, how much money do I have to make to make that all worth it? Mm. You know, and yeah. those are some hard questions, questions. that we have to answer. 
And so he's been helping me with a lot of that. Because, I mean, if I could, I'd want to just do sessions for everyone. Because it's a joy, you know. Mm -hmm. For me, it's not, like, the money part is really... I don't, I don't. <laughs> how many, how many things, how many weddings and how many events do you shoot a year? Do you have a number? So because I love being a mom and I definitely want to be home yes. as much as I can with the girls, I limit myself to two weddings a month. Mm -hmm. Limiting the amount that I take on has mm -hmm. been important. Um, and so even taking that into account, I can't just shoot and shoot and shoot mm. you know like a lot of other photographers do and so the amount that I have to charge to make that you know worth it is you know a certain amount and so Joel helping me with all that um and he you know assists assists me oh yeah I've seen like Instagram yeah. he's like holding that deflector you know the light deflector he's like you're a He's like your assistant in that he in that shoot, right? He is my assistant. <laughs> he is my pack mule. Wow, he that's is my awesome. business manager, mm -hmm. and you know he just wears all the different hats. And you know he was always very supportive. Mm -hmm. He did anything to, that I needed to, you know, like if I ever felt like nervous about a session, he'd always come with me. Oh, you know, like mm -hmm. if it was like my first wedding that wasn't a friend, he was mm -hmm. there. You know. Um, I'm at a point now where I feel like very confident just doing shoots on my own and you know, he hasn't been assisting me um, as much um, because you know he, he'd rather spend that time with the girls and so How do you guys have time for yourselves that is a tough tough one I mm. I'd say uh, we're definitely working on that mm. because it is important Thankfully, we live with my parents, mm. and so when we need to take some time for ourselves, they're very supportive of that. Mm. And we try to do something by ourselves at least once a month. Mm. Is that like a thing you prioritize? Yes. Like date night? Yeah. Okay. And so that's been definitely a priority for us, just because it's so easy to when we're together to talk about business, mm. talk about the girls, and a lot of times, you know, our marriage is kind of just... It's like, oh, don't have time for that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. When all the other things are so like yeah. you know, front and center. And so uh, definitely prioritizing alone time has been mm. very important for us. Yeah. So uh, what's your vision behind Dana U Creative? So our vision is to preserve legacy. Mm. It's... Um, I think photos are more than just about the prettiness and the mm. colors and whatnot, but it's to really preserve a, a family's legacy and what they want to leave behind mm. to the generations that come after them. Mm -hmm. How have you and Dana U Creative evolved since it first launched? So in the beginning, as I told you, I was terrified to put myself out there. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of fear, mm -hmm. a lot of insecurity, um, but as I took that first step, launched a website, put out, out fall mini session, mm -hmm. you know, details, and built up a steady clientele. I took the next step to build an LL to make it make it an LLC to make it an official business mm -hmm. where I have to pay taxes and mm -hmm. you know, account for everything and whatever, and. 
as I made my business an LLC, I felt like God was almost like giving me a present and mm-hmm. saying, enjoy this. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it really has been such a joy mm-hmm. and something that I've loved doing. And there is so much joy in being able to build relationships with people that I would otherwise never meet. Mm-hmm. There's been so much joy in reconnecting with people that I knew when I was a kid, mm-hmm. lost touch with. And then through this business, I meet them again and later find out that I knew them, that we're childhood wow. friends. Yeah, there have been multiple occasions of that. Mm. So that's, it's crazy mm-hmm. how, how, you know, God has brought different people mm-hmm. back into my life. Uh, the new relationships that I've developed have been so precious to me. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I'm at a place where, you know, I mean, not all of it is fun. <laughs> Let uh-huh. me make yeah. that clear. It's work, the you know, editing. the editing, mm-hmm. the all the back and forth emailing and, you know, scheduling and tap money and all it's that part is not fun. But Mm -hmm. now I feel like I'm at a place where, you know, I've really, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. And Mm -hmm. now I, I really want to give it back to God and be like, how can I make this business honoring to you? Mm -hmm. How can I make this not just about pretty pictures Mm -hmm. and, making a name for myself, but really mm-hmm. giving glory to you. Wow. And so I feel like I'm at a place where it's, you know, I've, I'm in a couple years in, I've um, had steady flow of business, and now I'm really trying to figure out what is, what is you know, the big mission, mm-hmm. and what am I, what, what does God, what would God be really pleased with? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been a day-by-day yeah. kind of process, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, how many weddings can I take yeah. on? How can I treat those clients? How can I love them? Mm-hmm. How can I um, provide an excellence so that, you know, God will be glorified? Mm. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm, that how my business has evolved and where I'm at now. So um, how, do you, how do you build your clientele? I think word of mouth is the biggest, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning it was, how I got most of my clients. Yeah. Um, now it's almost mostly Instagram, believe it or not. Wow, really? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, Instagram makes the world very small. I did a shoot in this in Manhattan, and I just put in like a hashtag, like NYC photographer. A couple from Hong Kong what? wanted to take pictures Hong of Manhattan. Kong? Wow. They searched the hashtag NYC photographer. They see my work. They book me. And so that, that is crazy. Yeah. And so there have been a lot of cases like that where there people are just searching hashtags and they come across my work and they like it. And wow. Import or the, the biggest way that I love to grow clientele um, or just just to love my clients is to treat them well and to yeah. love them well. And so I love to send like little gifts during Christmas. Yeah. I know you received one. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, as a client myself, like I can personally testify that you, I, I felt like like I wasn't just a client. Mm. Yes, that is the goal. And I, mm. um, my dad recently went on a road trip and he, he described this one experience he had at a restaurant. He walks in and he sees a sign by the door and it said... You came in a, as a stranger, but we hope you leave as a friend. And he, he didn't think anything of it, but as he sat down and he ordered the food, the waiter was so friendly. Mm. When he got the food, it was so fresh. Yeah. Very fresh ingredients. Like every part of that experience, when he walked out, he was like, 
I wow, feel like I feel like a friend. Wow. And as I heard him say that, I was like, man, that mm. is what I want my business to be. Yes. So I want people to come in as a stranger and through every touch point, every email, every interaction, I want them to feel that, you know, to me, they're not just a client. They're mm. not just someone that I'm doing like a transaction with. Yeah. But they are valued. They yeah. are you know, are honored and I want to love them well and to build relationship, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, the money, the, you know, the whatever, like the reputation, whatever, I don't really care about that, but the relationships that I build, the, you know, the joy that I can share Mm. in, you know, especially for my wedding couples, I just love celebrating with them, Mm. you know, and I want them to know that. You know, that it's not, I'm just not coming in and taking pictures and leaving, but mm. I'm really celebrating with them. You're doing I, life with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so that is my, that's that is my heart. awesome. I feel like <laughs> in terms of like photography and just like any job, actually, it's just like, there's so much pressure. How do you, how do you handle that pressure? Yeah, there's definitely a big mm-hmm. temptation to compare yeah. with social media. Yeah. Or, you know, just seeing at what everyone else is doing. Uh, but I went to a photography conference yesterday, actually. Oh, wow. Where mm-hmm. there were about 100 photographers, mm-hmm. all in different stages in their business. And it was such a beautiful gathering because you just saw how different everyone is. Mm. How even if we're taking the picture of the same thing, mm-hmm. what we bring behind the lens is so different. Wow. You know, our experiences, mm-hmm. our point of view, our mm-hmm. values, it all comes out in the photographs. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that, yes, you know, there is pressure, there is temptation to compare. Mm-hmm. But when you take a step back and just see people for who they are, you just realize how different they are mm-hmm. and how unique I you know each person is Mm -hmm. and the what we bring to the table what we bring behind the lens is so unique that it's like even if you you know try to quote-unquote copy someone it's just you can't yeah you can't and Mm -hmm. it know that what I bring in my voice my eye is so unique to who I am Mm -hmm. that I have to stay true to that and Mm -hmm. I have to stay in my own lane because Mm -hmm. that is what's going to set me apart Mm -hmm. you know from all the other photographers who yeah. are unique to who they are, you know. What are some of your current goals for Dana U Creative? So I have a couple of goals for the next year, and one of them is scaling my business, so outsourcing what I can outsource, mm-hmm. building more of a team. And mm-hmm. uh, another part is client care. And mm-hmm. again, I told you um, the most important thing for me is loving people well. Mm-hmm. And so we're working on a couple of different things to improve um, just how we serve our clients. And so one of the things is like making a bridal magazine for the brides that work Mm -hmm. that book with us to help them to plan their wedding. Yes. Not just with, I mean, mostly with photography, but even just like coming up with a timeline and, you know, all that, the details of that. Um, Another goal is education. Mm -hmm. For me to keep learning yeah and so this year has been um i've made it a priority to go to conferences and to wow. kind of pour back into my mm-hmm. business to learn from people who are way ahead you know mm-hmm. to glean their wisdom to network more with other photographers um in the area and 
also from an education standpoint to standpoint to learn film photography. Wow. So that's going to be very exciting. Mm-hmm. My last goal is to rest. Mm-hmm. And every part of me doesn't want to do it because it's not productive. Mm. It's, you know, I, I like to go, go, go to fill my calendar to capacity. And it drives Joel crazy because he loves that margin, that yeah. downtime, that family mm-hmm. time. But for me, it's, you know, I'm so... I like to be productive. Yeah. You know? And I think that hurts my business, actually, mm. because I'm not able to take a step back and to ask God for a bigger vision, mm. for a bigger dream. You know, mm. I'm just so in the day-to-day, in the maintenance, yeah. that I don't, you know, rest and really just take in what God has for me. And so... Yeah. One of my big goals is to rest, to schedule in periods of rest so that I can dream with God, so that I can take my mind off things and come to it fresh, you know, after a while. How would you define success? I think what would make daily creative successful is how well I was able to love people. Mm. The relationships that I built. Mm. The way I was able to preserve other people's legacy. Mm -hmm. It all comes down to relationships, I think. Mm. The people that I was able to connect with, whether it's my clients or with other people in the wedding industry, how I was able to push people along in their business. Yeah. You know, how I was able to support other creatives. To wrap the podcast up, you know, we usually ask at the end of the podcast, um, if you could go back to a younger version of yourself, a younger Dana, what would you say to her? For younger Dana who was nervous about getting into photography I think I'd say you don't need an innate skill or talent Mm. to do this Mm -hmm. and I think that's where a lot where I got hung up where I was like I don't have the eye I don't have the skill Mm -hmm. but I'd say to her I can always be developed Mm. you know because I did not have the eye (laughs) (laughs) Uh and that's something that that grew you know as I worked hard and I think the important question is, do you have the heart for it and then the grit to mm. to pursue it to the end? Mm. So I think that's what I would tell myself. We hope you enjoyed this episode and are encouraged by it. If you want to connect with us, you can reach us at our website, pillarsthroughseasons.com or on our Instagram at pillarsthroughseasons. We'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions on what you'd like to hear next.